Turn off that motherfucking metronome. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah. I like to make money get turned. I like to make money get turned. I like to make money get turned. Got the white girl talking like the work. I like to make money get turned. I like to make money get turned. I like to make money get turned. Got the white girl twerking like the work. I pull up on the scene. Got a pocket full of white and a green. Bitches out of town know what I mean. They like a song, goddamn, we wanna sing. I smoke the best weed in the states. I don't fuck around with no fakes. I wanted to, what's up, Adam? Hi. Welcome to Conversations for Our Grandkids. It's <laughs> us again, grandkids. Oh, we're back by popular demand. Uh, you know, we have a lot of fans on Periscope just wanting us to talk <laughs> about all the big issues. So here we are to talk about all the big issues. Welcome to Conversations for Our Motherfucking Grandkids, okay? My name is Seamus, and, my and I'm here with my Adam. best buddy, Adam. What's going on, Adam? Uh, nothing much, man. Nothing much at all. I've just been working, you know, living the American dream. I finished my thesis paper, so I'm still waiting to hear back from the fucking dean to get my clap actual degree. Yeah, everyone, everybody, clap it up, no matter kids. where you are right now, if you're in a car, on a treadmill, I expect some claps. That's all I'm saying. All right, all right, thanks. Yeah, clap we'll wait. Break, we'll fucking break. wait. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's about it. What about you, man? What's going on, dude? I've been dealing with the fucking haters, dude. The oh, fucking fuck. haters. Not the haters. Dude, we got some fucking grade A fucking haters. Conversations for our grandkids. So you know what I got to say to them? Take it up with my grandkids. Yeah. <laughs> Take it up with it because they're the real victims here. All right? They're the real victims. Yeah, I still want to know what these uh, what these haters said. I'm kind of curious. Well, let, let me back up for uh, all of our thousands of listeners. Um <laughs> Uh, we do a show called Conversations for Our Grandkids. Uh, and if where you we don't some- know, now you know. Yep, and I'm not going to finish that off, but if you all you all heard the song, you know what Biggie Small says. <laughs> he, he says a word that I am not allowed to say, but I can think it all I want, especially when I'm on the bus. Like right now! Uh, no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, uh, no, but we had, we had some... Uh, I, I got a tip, a hot tip from a friend of mine, uh, Mr. Big Izzy. So shout, shout out, out to, to Big, Big Izzy, Izzy for, for protecting our I fucking got, honor out there. Dude, I got fucking eyes and ears everywhere. Oh, you're going to talk shit on me in Thailand? Oh, wow. Hurricane. Fucking monsoon coming through. <laughs> that's what I do. I set up world events. Ooh. Fucking. That's all I'm a, saying. My man's a movement. You don't want to ruin it for everybody. I'll throw a fuck. I'll squish a butterfly and you'll fucking have a tsunami on your hands <laughs> mad fast. Ten years. <laughs> anyway, apparently, uh, some lovely gentlemen, uh, or I don't know, maybe they were women. I have no idea who they were because I only got sent screenshots on Snapchat that went away in like a second. But apparently. There were some lovely fans of ours out there speaking ill of me specifically, uh, and I had my face on there and everything, and they were talking about our podcast. Where'd they, they get were, your you face know, from? I don't know. My face is all over the place, dude. Quick Google search. I don't hide. I don't hide. I'm all over the place. <laughs> got YouTube videos. I got pictures on Google. Look me yeah, up. The thing that bothers me, though, is that you still don't know what they actually said. It's still a fucking I just know they were they clowning me. Huh? No, yeah, I know. I I, don't, I actually don't know what they said, and so that's why I know like it's not really something to worry about because it's not like constructive well, criticism. You know what I mean? If you have a problem, how did with something you know I they said, weren't like, "Yo, this this show's awesome." Like it's you know, here are the bad parts, but in general, it's a good show. <laughs> if that's the case, let me know. Were y'all clowning me? <laughs> yes or no? Hit me up. Were you clowning me? Because if we're friends, we're friends. Yeah, if we're not. Your shit. I'm sure you're trying to do some me, shit bitch. on the internet. That's all I'm saying. And if you're not, you need to. And yeah. we'll support that shit as long yeah. as you weren't talking shit on us. And if you were, yeah, fuck fight off. us, fight me in real life. <laughs> Unless you're big, then fight both of us at once because I'm not, I'm not getting hurt. But yeah, yeah. If not, then the internet's full of uh, fuckheads like you. I'm not too concerned. Welcome to con- well, you know what they say: if you're not getting haters, you're not doing something right. So we must be fucking doing everything, killing right. it right now. Yeah. Oh, we're doing it. First official oh. haters, so take that, everyone. So else. good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, that, that kind of bummed me out, man. I guess uh, it made me think about, like, uh, I know this is on such a small scale, but it made me realize how, like, uh, how I need to have a thicker skin about sort of some stuff. You know what I mean? Because my, my whole thing is, like, uh, 
And also how I would like to stop shit-talking people so much. Because you know, my thing is, if I'm going to shit-talk somebody on a show, I'm not going to put their name out there. I'm going to just say, it was this person. And I'm, I'll describe the situation. So if they hear it, they'll know. But I'm not going to fucking Blow do some shit, shit like, some shady shit like that. But I guess, you know, Mercury's in retrograde. So what are you going to do? Communication's <laughs> all over the place. Dude, what the fuck does that even mean? See, like right now. Fucking paused. <laughs> Can you not hear me? I couldn't for a second, no. Dude, what does Mercury's in retrograde even mean? It means it's going to fuck up my Skype connection, apparently. Fucking Mercury. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I've just been saying that because that's what people have been telling me. But apparently Mercury in retrograde. <laughs> telling you this? <laughs> all the people, all the fucking haters, they're telling me, look, fuck this podcast. Mercury's in retrograde. We got bigger fish to fry. Uh <laughs> No, apparently uh, Mercury being in retrograde just means that communication's going to be off for everybody. So you don't want to start any new business ventures, and you don't want to speak to anyone ever for the next three weeks. Or maybe everyone just uh, try and keep a clear head and try to communicate your intentions as clearly as possible. And don't assume somebody else is going to know what you're doing just because you're like, I'm going to come in here and do some shit. Yeah, let's push through this retrograde together. We can do it, guys. I know we can. I know we can. We all band but, together as the conversations for our grandkids' family. Yeah, this is so for all hey, the grandkids. <laughs> we got to keep this it for, together all for all the grandkids. grandkids, even the grandkids of those haters. <laughs> That's funny as shit. What the fuck, dude? I am kind of excited to have haters. It keeps, man. Fre- it keeps freezing. Are you downloading something? No, I'm not downloading oh, shit, what dude. The fuck, Mercury! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Uh, no, but it, 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 it bothered me a little bit, uh, only because it's like, uh, what a weird roundabout thing to talk shit on somebody on a fucking periscope. Like, oh, I got this fucking, like, I'm talking shit about them on the Uber app. Every, every Uber I get, I just talk shit about this podcast. What the fuck is periscope? Cause here, here's what I know of periscope that it's like, it's like a Skype type thing where it's live and you're like broadcasting your you know, whatever your cameras... So people like Joey Diaz use it, you know, and he's like, hey, what's up, you cocksuckers, you know, smoking weed and talking to fans and things like that. But, like, what use do you have for Periscope unless you have fans that you're, like, communicating with? I mean, I guess friends, but, like, do you really need another, like, oh, I'm going to download this fucking program so I can talk to my friends even more? Because texting yeah, isn't good enough. Yeah, what are you enough. doing? Skype isn't good enough. I need this other thing. Well... Uh, yeah, so I don't know, but it, it it just seemed like a kind of, and apparently it was like a month ago too. So like it did not change my life at all until I found out about it, and then I was like, oh, we got to catch these villains. We got to catch these fucking villains because now it's a problem. Stops. We need to find these guys. <laughs> I don't care about what the fuck else is going on in the world. We got to find these villains and bring them to justice. Real villains. Social justice. <laughs> We're going to fucking string them up. Lynch mob Str- justice. Let's go. Yeah. No, we're not calling for that, uh, fans or grandkids. No, or but if you, if, you, if you are out there or and you were, we? tweet, or you were periscoping our show, if you are a friend, let me know. If you're a foe, let me know. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'd rather just everyone communicate directly with us so that we can just interact more directly i I don't know it's like it's what fun is it if we we can't argue back you know what i mean like oh fuck these guys they don't know what they're talking about and we could be like fuck you you don't know what you're talking about bitch you know what i mean it it, you you take out all the fun of it if it's going to be anonymous and on periscope and it on snapchat and it disappears it's like come on man let's have a fucking exchange maybe maybe we're friends maybe we're gonna be friends with you who knows yeah fuck man look i just want some friends i feel like you'd like me if you knew me in person most people do unless you're a vile human being yeah. Unless you're one of those, one, unless you're one of those troll people. Unless you're one of those villains that likes to talk shit on people's fucking independent projects that they're trying to scrape together in the spare time that they have between grinding their fucking asses off to stay alive. So fuck tell them, Adam. Fuck off. Oh, you thought I was the big dog? Oh, oh, wait, no, no. Wait till I unleash Jasmine in your front yard <laughs> oh, and she shit. starts pulling out all the fucking weeds and feeding them to you. <laughs> fucking bitch. Got him. No, but maybe it was a nice thing. I have no idea because honestly, you know, it could just be that they were clowning in that. I don't know what that even fucking means. Is that I what don't he know said? what they said. He said they, they were, were clowning me. Clowning? Yeah, me. they were clowning us, making us look like fucking clowns. Oh well, <sighs> fuck them. You know I hate that. I never want to look like a clown. I hate people laughing at me or with me. <laughs> 
<laughs> you just do your stand up, and every after every joke, people start laughing. Like, no, sh- no, this is not for you. Shut up. This is for me. <laughs> this is for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. So that that's been that was that was weird, but it, but it put things in perspective for me as well because uh, I feel like I've been carrying around a lot of negativity recently, and I, I it's kind of, it's like a lot to carry around. I've been having issues with certain people in my life and it just seems like one thing after another where i'm like oh good like we finally settled the beef and then it's like oh here's this other person doing something crazy that i'm gonna have to fucking start an issue about because mm-hmm. wh- like why why are you making this weird for me man all i want to do is love everybody and it's so <laughs> hard you make it so hard yeah right i don't know man i get that i really feel like that all the time especially in places like uh let's say you're at work right and every job has you know the guide like this is how to do your job and you know it's rel- some places like restaurants because i started working at this restaurant and it's like there's like everything is spelled out to a t almost and there are like very few variations in like you, you don't really have much leeway in how to do a lot of that stuff it's like washing dishes prepping food chopping things you, there's not much leeway but people still are just complaining about doing their job and like not doing it correctly and trying i'm like dog can for the few hours that we're here can we all just focus on doing our job like it's if everybody just does what they're supposed to do this is going to work out so much better for all of us so much better like why are you making this so hard it's yeah. the same I- fucking thing man and honestly, I, I, I do like everybody. And, uh, and even if I don't like them, I, I, you know me, man. I mean, or at least you know who I think I am. But, but my, my, uh, I tend to, to allow people a chance to make mistakes, I feel like. Where it's almost like if somebody came to me and was like, hey, I said all this fucking crazy shit. Sorry, I won't do it again. I'd be like, all right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I might yeah. be hurt by it. But then if they don't give you that, then you're like, well, I gave you a chance, motherfucker. Now, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah, it's yeah. a well, problem. <laughs> well, the thing with me is like I, I had I had an issue. Uh, I was having a uh, an issue uh, with this guy who I know uh, who I, I work with actually, um, and uh, I think he's a nice guy. You know, we just disagree on a lot and we clash a lot. You know, like one of the one of the hosts said that she compared. She said that we're always trying to alpha male each other, and I, I don't think that's the case. Uh, I wasn't at least. Um, not but intentionally, at least not intentionally. No, no, and and it seemed to we seem to have had uh, our issues. But uh, the other day, I was like, you know what? I'm really just tired of this. So, and and I, I I'll take I'll take blame for I, I said a few choice things to a couple people. Like, man, can you fucking believe this guy? Like, blah 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 mm-hmm. blah. You know what I mean? And even that, I'm just I'm just like I don't want to do that. I don't want to I don't want to do that. So from now on, I'm gonna try my best not to do that. It's hard. It's so hard. Yeah. It's so hard. But it's like, I don't want to... I know how that feels to have somebody say things behind your back and you find out. And it's, you know, it's unfortunate. And so I don't want to be doing that to other people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I really don't. Um, I really don't. And then the other day we had a really busy day at work and we kind of put our differences aside for at least the work day. And I was like, see, man, we are on the same team, despite what we both thought. You know what I mean? I love work, man. Work is such a great... uh it's like a great symbol or a great feature of especially our culture i think america because it's like you know you work to move the to everything forward include it's your life it's your company it's the country you know and this the whole idea is like everyone goes to work and you put aside your differences like if you're on the assembly line which is like the classic you know henry ford you know created this whole concept doesn't matter what color you are, where, what social, you just screw the fucking thing into the other thing and pass it to the guy to your right. You know, it doesn't matter. I like, yeah. uh, I like that concept of work where it's like, who gives a fuck? We're here to make food. You know what I mean? Leave your bullshit at the door. Let's make some food or let's, you know, do some science or whatever the fuck your job might be. Let's like, you know, balance the books, whatever, whatever it is. But let's leave all our fucking bullshit at the door because it has nothing to do with this. And we're not going to, yeah. it doesn't help to bring in personal problems into work. It, d- it makes everything so much more complicated. I'm a big yeah. fan of going to work, doing your fucking job, getting paid, and going home. That's how I fucking roll. And if you want to be friends with me, we got to do it outside of work. Yeah, and, and I, I'm, I'm learning, too, that uh, I feel I feel bad. I feel like I'm becoming cynical or hardened by the world because it's it wasn't just this guy. I mean, I've been having situation after situation after situation crop up recently with people where I've been like, really, dude? Like, what are you, what are you thinking right now? Like, what are you doing? Because I'm trying to make this 
as easy as possible. And then I sort of blame myself like, oh, man, I wish I could have handled that better. Maybe they wouldn't have been so crazy. But some people just walk around crazy all the time. There yeah. are people walking around with a lot of bullshit. And I feel like a lot of times the the, the feeling of like, uh, well, I'm going to give them a chance and or, you know, why are they making this so hard? The only reason you really get frustrated by that is if you're like involved in if you're personally involving yourself in their behavior. So it's like whether it's they're affecting me like, oh, this guy's fucking up at work and now I have to do his job, whether it's you're acting crazy and I want to help you or whatever it might be. I gave you advice and you're not listening. That's when those things happen. You get mad if they're just off doing. Or their you own remind shit. me of myself. Oh, Ooh, that's God. the worst one, dude. Ooh. That's the worst one, especially Ooh. if it's something you've been struggling with for a long time, and then you see it in another person. You're like, "Oh, you fucking idiot! Like, stop making the same mistake as me." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because I, 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 man, I, because I've been there, man, and. and I've had moments now where I've been on both sides of the same issue where it's almost like people who have chip on chips on their shoulder. Like I'll give an example, okay? Um, I, in high school, uh, went to Central High School in Philadelphia, the most diverse fucking high school in the world. So suck my dick. I don't know about the world, but definitely in I Philadelphia. I think it was actually rated I think in America. I think it was rated the most diverse school in the country. I believe it was like Boom. some official fucking thing. I'll, I'll look that up to verify. But sorry, continue. Well, we entered a film contest, and we just made all these movies that we made by ourselves, and we, you know, we we didn't have any money. We were using these old recorders and shitty computers, and but there was a lot of heart put into it, hard work, and like we cared about the things that we were making. And then we went to this film festival, or we went to this school. It was like Devry or something. We went there to like learn film technique, and it was all like these suburban white kids mm -hmm. and a lot of us went into it just judging them immediately on being suburban white kids and being like fuck these guys like we started a fucking rap battle like nobody fucking does that like you know what i mean like oh yeah we just do this every day like no no you don't shut the fuck up and i said some shitty things to people and it's like you go in with your own insecurity and then it, you you put project it on other people and and it's like, well, you know, they can't really help being suburban white kids. The fuck? They were born into this shit. Yeah. What the fuck did they do? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And and you don't even give them a chance to to be on your side, which is right. the, when I see that happen, it drives me crazy because I, I know I've done this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hear you. The worst <laughs> ones for me lately, though, have been if it's something that I'm working on right now. And it's something that I like, I currently don't have an answer for. So like, for example, I would ideally like to be 80% vegetarian, still eating meats from time to time, no drugs at all, no, no caffeine, no alcohol, nothing, just totally clean, right? That's my ideal. And I, I kind of know how to do that because I could just do that. <laughs> you know, I figure out the diet, cut everything out, but I just catch myself in these cycles of like well it'll help if i do if i drink some coffee in the morning you know it'll help me with my day and it's relatively true every time i it's like oh the alcohol helped me relax like yeah it's fucking true but i don't know how to like not do any of all of these things I, it's, it just doesn't i it seems like so i know it's a good idea theoretically but to make it real it's like this doesn't seem like a good idea at all like i really like all of these things and they all fucking work for me so then when i see somebody else like uh you know it's like oh you oh you're broke you're complaining about not having money for rent like oh how much alcohol did you drink this week i know you like because i know this person they go out drinking all the time or whatever it's like well how much money did you spend on alcohol it's like i'm only saying that like oh you motherfucker like what about you know because i'm mad i'm currently mad at myself for it and i can't i can't accept myself with that that characteristic so how can i accept somebody else with the same characteristic you know what I yeah mean? exactly can we just pause just for a second can you pause your audio recording yeah, i can all pause right. bop 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 and we're back. Sorry, Mercury's fucking with me, man. Fucking with me. But no, I, I hear what you're saying. It's all about, like, just... Uh, I, I don't know. I just want everything to be... I, everybody does. I think that the problem is everybody has the same goal in mind. It's just we're disagreeing about how we get there. And if we focus on the things we have in common before the things that we have uh, that are different about us, I think we'll find that we have a lot more in common than we initially realized. Yeah. I think that's true, but at the same time, there's that strong feeling of like, well, because I still even have it, of, you know, I have to 
protect myself, essentially. I have to keep myself alive. And in America, it's like taught very strongly that we're supposed to be individuals, take care of ourselves, you know? And it's like, as long as we all take care of ourselves, then nobody has to worry about anybody. And But in order to do that, we have to kind of like screw each other over a little bit and, you know, uh, maybe not be so charitable because, you know, you got to make sure you can pay the bills and things like that. And then you start, once those things get set in, and man, those habits go so fucking deep because you learn things as a kid before you're even able to make choices of your own, really. You get taught these habits and these, like, thought structures that are very, very strong, and you don't even question them until it's way too late and you're already in this fucking cycle, man. I don't even know how to describe it because I just, I see myself going in these circles of, like we were talking about it the other day with drinking. It's a very, very common one. I'm sure a lot of people can relate, but you, you like don't drink for a while and you're like, you feel fine, you know, you're getting, you know, maybe even exercising a little bit, you know, starting to make better choices, healthier choices, I should say. And then you start drinking again, you know, it's like you go out on Friday and get drunk. It's like, whew, man, that was fun. And you know, I feel it the next day, but it's all good. Then that next week, you're like, oh, I drank on Friday. Like, I'll drink on Tuesday. Like, why not? Then you drink again on Friday. And then you drink on Saturday because, you know, it's like you remember how good a time it was and you got going out again. Next thing you know, you're having a drink every night because, like, you know, it's nice and relaxing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, why the fuck not? You go home. It's like, yeah, you might as well have a drink. You know, go for it. Then you have maybe two drinks every once in a while. Then you start getting to the point where it's like you're drinking and then waking up, going to work, going out to drink, going to sleep, waking up, going out to work, coming home, drinking or going out to drink. And you, it's a cycle that you get in. And it's hard to get out of because your body starts to feel shitty. Not not like, you know, horrible. You can't do anything because you're going to work. You're smiling. Everything's fine. You know what I mean? But it's there's just like a slight sluggishness and it's kind of a struggle to get through work. And then by the end of the day, you're like, God damn, I need a fucking drink like that would be nice. I need to relax because that was stressful. But and then you, you just keep feeding into the cycle. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with drinking, but I find myself getting into cycles just like that. And here's another one, food. You know, I know that sugary food is unhealthy, but there are times when I'm just like, man, I wish I could just have a Pop-Tart because I know they taste good. It'll make me feel better. I'm bored, you know, so I just, I'll have a fucking Pop-Tart or some chips or something, some ice cream. It's like, but then you, you, you feel shittier later. And then in order to make yourself not feel shitty you do more of the thing that's going to make you feel shitty later it's like such a stupid fucking cycle and i see it happening but i can't i feel like i don't i'm not good enough at handling myself in order to address all of it at once and if i don't i feel like if i don't address all of it at once the food drugs all of it is just so related to each other and it gets all mishmashed and mumbled jumbled up that once i start doing one and indulging in one i just start going back and indulging in all of them (laughs) And all of them. Yeah, I, I, I feel a similar way. Like, I've sort of gotten out of the habit of consistently meditating. I was doing this thing where I was meditating every morning for, like, a couple months. And it felt like, as a result of the... And then I would exercise, and then I would have the rest of the day to do whatever I want. I'd probably have, like, an hour or two to play video games, and I'd go to work, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was a sweet fucking deal. And uh, as soon as I, I kind of... Uh, I kind of stopped doing that. It seems like things are becoming less, more and more difficult, I suppose. And and, yeah. and I'm not sure how much to read into that because I know there, there's a spiritual aspect for me where it's almost like the, the, the spiritual guys talk about like the world is what you create essentially. So the, the things that you kind of put into it are what you get back. And right now I'm kind of just putting into like, well, I just want to do whatever the fuck feels good. And it's like, well, here's <laughs> yeah. a consequence. Like, uh-huh. you know, like you'll, people you'll are going to fe- bother you. Yeah. You know, yep. You're going to feel a little shitty, you know, and you're going to have to struggle to like not feel shitty. It's like, yeah, well, yeah. here I am. Here I am. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and I think honestly, I, it's, um, I kind of was thinking a lot about this. I guess I guess you could say from a I'm going to say from a mystical standpoint because I like mysticism so much more than spirituality, man. That shit's washed up. I think mysticism is still it's still retained enough of its connotation that it's still useful to use. But uh so I was noticing like meditating and all that was becoming like a chore to me and it was like oh, you didn't meditate today. You got to meditate. You know, that's, it's good for you. And, you know, I was like, all right, well, but I have to write my thesis. And I I was like, that's also good for me because I'm in school. Like, 
you know, blah, blah, blah. And the, the rationale was, it's good for me. You know, I'll get a degree. And if I don't, I'll be wasting all this money. So I got to spend time doing that. So I was like, you know what? It seems like at this point, the medit I'm not getting anything out of meditation. Because when I sit down, I'm just like, you know, oh, here we go. I'm just gonna meditate and put the timer on. And hopefully I'll be able to get something out of this before the timer goes off. All right, here we go. You know, that kind of a thing. And it's like, all right, well, that's not gonna, that's not gonna fucking work. Um, so it seemed like, and I still am holding to this, that I need to just keep doing what I'm doing until I find like the answer, like, you know, keep just go ahead and eat, eat those pop tarts, dog. Like they don't make you feel good. (laughs) Like that's why, you know, you keep coming back to this idea of eating healthier. It's like, but you, I have to keep eating more and like fucking my life up so I can be like, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's why I want to fucking, you know, get off. That's why I want to meditate more. That's why I want to do this and that. But at this point, I think it's this mix of, I have like this old karma. So it's the very real example I can bring up is like, I'm in a lot of debt from school and, you know, I left my home kind of quickly. And so I, in order to make that work, I use credit cards for some shit. And now I'm in credit card debt, student loan debt, all sorts of debt. And I mean, it's not that bad, but I have to be very careful about how I spend money. And I fucking hate that. You know that dog. There's a time in my life where I was making lots of money, cash money, wink, wink. And (laughs) I was having the time of my life. You and hear I got that, you really fucking haters habit. on Periscope? But you, were you ever yeah, making cash? Haters. Well, you might have been. I don't know who you are. Yeah, but, probably. But, but we yeah. were at some point. At least Adam was. <laughs> and I was along for the ride. Yeah, definitely. You were definitely in, in the estate. Uh, but anyway, the point I'm trying to make is, at, at this point in my life, I have to work a lot and make a lot of money because of decisions I made previously, you know? And part of that is that I'm not going to be able to spend as much time meditating as I know I should or I want to really and even the times that I'm meditating it's not going to be this fucking magical thing that I want it to be and that is really hard for me to deal with because what I really enjoy is taking a bunch of drugs I'll tell you my fucking secret mix that gets me right in the fucking zone alcohol marijuana Adderall acid you take all those in the right timings and the right doses you will have an experience like of not, you're like, I can, I can get to a point where I can get my body rested, but kind of active enough where it, I don't really, I'm kind of like free of my body and I can like just kind of give it commands and it does what I want, but I don't feel like I'm doing anything. And I, that's what really initially drew me to mysticism was because it was like, man, I'm so used to feeling like I'm the person doing all of this shit. Like, oh, I'm typing. It's like, but in those times, it's like, oh, my body is typing. My fingers are typing, but I'm sitting here watching my fingers. And I'm actually sitting here watching me think about my fingers moving, you know. And that's, and I started hearing descriptions like that in, in all these like old, you know, spiritual texts and things like that. And I was like, that's, that's the shit. So I feel like uh, at this point, I tried to like... Uh, I'm going to do it my way. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the way it works. Not the way it works. It, it got me to a certain point. It showed me certain things. But I feel like at this point, I need to stop playing games and just like go to work, get paid, pay my bills and live simply because that's been the message. It doesn't matter if I meditate at this point. My fucking debt problem isn't going to go away. I have to, you know, be smarter about how I'm spending money and, you know, where I'm putting it. And that is my spiritual work right now. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. My, I don't mine like to is... it. To just like meditation and chanting mantras and things like that. It's like, no, I have to make money to pay my debts back right now. Yes. That's my spiritual work. So so mine right now, I, I guess I, I feel a similar way, uh, but mine has taken sort of a different uh, form in the sense that I was uh, sober for a while, like a couple months, maybe three or four months it felt like. Wasn't drinking, wasn't smoking. Or I'd have the occasional drink, but I wasn't like drinking heavy. I wasn't getting fucked up. You know what I mean? Like not. Mm-hmm. I mean, we used to get fucked up. We've talked about oh, this. Yeah. We, I mean, every night, just boom, 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 boom. And that became the norm for a while. And then it stopped being the norm. And I was like, wow, everything's easier. I'm meditating and blah, 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 blah. And uh, I got to be careful how I word this because um, I don't want it to sound at all like I am putting this on this person. But I started seeing somebody um, mm-hmm. who is fucking great. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um Love this chick. She's awesome. There you go, grandkids. Ho- here's hoping. Here's hoping it's, you know, <laughs> here's hoping, right? Uh, she's fucking great. 
she likes to drink. She likes to fucking smoke weed. And hell and, yeah. And I like those things too. Uh, and it's almost like for me, my my spiritual work, as it were, is to sort of like see like okay, let's see how attached to all this shit I can get. You know what I mean? Like it, it feels almost as like I, I'm I'm like so freaked out about letting go of meditation and letting go of all this stuff like yoga and all these things. It's almost like, all right, let's let go of them then and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it, it, I, I, I always, I always joke about that with her. Like I was like, you know, I, oh man, I used to be, I was sober for a while, blah, 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 but I don't want her to feel bad in any way. Cause she's not holding a fucking gun to my head. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, she wants to go out drinking. I'm like, yeah, Take fuck yeah. Me shot, too. Like, you know, the, Take no, the shot. Not, no, it's, yeah, it's not <laughs> at all like that. It's just sort of like, all right, I'll, I'll fucking come along for the ride. Cause I love doing this shit too. You yeah, know what I mean? It's like hard it, to say no, it's really it's hard, hard to, to say, say no. no. And, uh, and I, and the same thing with with our relationship, like the relationship I have with her is, it's almost like uh, I'm noticing that like uh, the level of attachment that I'm feeling is 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 worrisome too as well. You know what I mean? Because it's almost like mm-hmm. uh, in sort of a spiritual context, it's like I've I've gotten very attached to this person and the the experiences that I have with her. That if they were to just not be there, it would be painful. And I know that going into it, so there's a level of like weird, like ah. You know, it's thick. It's thick yeah. in a good way. And, and yeah, I hope like I'm very, saying this the right way. I hope this sounds good. You know what I mean? It's, like it's yeah. No, no, no. I think I think you're looking at you're talking about a relationship and a serious one, and that's a important thing in any human being's life. So it should feel. It shouldn't be like, oh, I don't know, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? It should feel like, man, something's really happening, and I like it, but it's a little bit scary because I don't know. This is new territory. This isn't yeah. like oh, I'm going through another round of something. It's like, whoa, what is this? I have to figure this out. That's, yeah, I think that's good. Uh, Ramdas talks about the yoga of relationship, and I think it's uh, it was really important for me and how I thought about r- my own relationship with Jazzy J, who's mm-hmm. sick right now. Shout out to Jazzy oh, in the other peace. room suffering. <laughs> oh, she's dead. <laughs> um, but basically, the idea is you want to incorporate this other person into yourself so that you feel like if they're sad, you know, you're sad essentially. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean you have to suffer. You just, it's just like a sympathetic kind of thing. Like, you know, you want to include them in your decisions, you know, but it's, it's kind of a, and in a way, so the idea why they call, why he's calling it yoga is because you're, you're taking attention off of your sense of self. What do I want to do? What should I do? I want to, you know, blah, 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 blah. And you're, you know, putting your attention somewhere else or what now, what does she want to do? You know, maybe she wants to go to the movies and and it's not so much, what do I want to do? And in the mystic or spiritual world, that's a good thing. When you're thinking less about yourself, that's generally a good thing. Oh yeah. It's it's totally changed the way that I think about uh, day-to-day stuff. I'm noticing like small things. Like the other day I was hanging out with her and we were walking through the park at night. It was real late at night. It was probably like two o'clock. And uh, there was, like, a group of young teens hanging out. And I was like, normally if I was by myself, I'd walk right past those motherfuckers. Because if I get beat up, who the fuck cares? But if she gets hurt or anything, like, I couldn't fucking deal with that. You know what I mean? So it's like, let's go this other way. And I'm making small decisions like that almost because it's just sort of like, god damn, like, I don't want anything bad to happen to you. Right. It matters a lot less what you think and what you would normally do. And it's, like, more like... What's the best thing for us right now? Like, you know, like what yeah. is the best thing for you and me or just you even? And it it is like, you know, I think the most powerful, one of the most powerful experiences, and I think this is kind of what defines love and why you hear love kind of um, attributed to, you know, God or, you know, spirituality in a sense is what is this that moment when you're doing something solely for the purpose of some somebody else you know this this is you know person to person love when you're not even thinking you're like you would you know oh let me lay down in this puddle so you can walk on my back and you your feet won't get wet you know that's kind of the idea is like you're doing something solely for somebody else and what they want to do i'm not saying that that's you know <laughs> we should all start doing that that's a good idea but i'm just saying like that idea of like i i would rather you eat all the food and be satisfied even if i'm hungry as shit because i just want you to be happy that's a very powerful you feel so good about doing that. If that's your motivation, you feel so good about giving that food up that it's like, I don't care if I'm hungry. And that is to be able to get past your instinct to survive. It's very powerful. So that's why love, I think, is mixed into spirituality so much is because it has that effect of 
moving the focus off of you and onto something else. Like if you love uh, fucking <laughs> Chogium Trunkpa talks about this. If you you if you have a love of curry, you know what I mean, or art, it, it's still it's like a, a a little space, a little gap in your armor that you can utilize to get past your own bullshit. You know. Yeah. So shout anyway. out to love. Shout out to love and relationship. Relationships are hard though, man, because we're so fucking inherently selfish. And not in a I don't mean in a bad way, but it's like, you know, you gotta take care of yourself. But you get so caught up in taking taking care of yourself that it's like, oh, what the fuck do I have to do now? I have to like take care of somebody else too, kind of, or like I wanna take care of them, but like how the fuck how the fuck do I work that into my whole operation? Yeah, yeah. The the way the way I it, it's so weird, man. It is it is like a lot like I I've always I, I've said this after I started listening to like Ram Dass and stuff, but they, they've also said it. And it's almost like sex and relationship, like you've said, is sort of a way of assimilating a person into like, you're like, oh, I want to be like this person. So let's create a person that's both of us. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and uh, but it, yeah, it's uh, it's it. This is definitely for me, at least I, I've I've seen people and I've dated before and none of it has felt like this. So shout out to this fucking chick for being the best. <laughs> Uh, for being fucking awesome. I've had some experiences. I had a fucking spiritual experience with her in a fucking Burger King that I did not... I mentioned it to her, but I didn't really push it because I didn't want to fucking freak her the fuck out. But I was high as fuck in this Burger King, eating chicken fries, drinking a milkshake, loving it, the best. <laughs> and then at a certain point, I just forgot I wasn't by myself. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I like looked at her and I was like, oh, wow, like you are... The fucking best, dude. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? When you don't, when you can get all the way down to that base level, and you you don't have to keep any barriers up of like, oh yeah, that's right. There's somebody else here, and I have to act a certain way because you know, don't forget to sit up straight, and don't forget to you know, all that shit that you have going on in your head when you're in the room with like a a stranger, and you're you know, you want to keep them entertained. You don't want them to think you're uncool or stupid or ugly. You know, so you like you have to keep up a certain armor that you have on to like make sure that nothing bad happens to you this person doesn't like you <laughs> yeah, or something dude when i when, when I, you're when with I, the right I, person <sighs> that shit drops away completely and it's like magic it's like wow <laughs> i have like one or two of those layers left like every time i go to sleep over there i'm like man i hope i don't like cut one during my nap I hope <laughs> i don't fucking cut like just a real loud fucking i don't, I don't want to do any uh subconscious shit that i have no control over you know That's I mean? so funny. yeah 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 we are embarrassed of our subconscious behavior as human beings all our bodily functions they get kind of put in the gross category yeah but what are you gonna do everybody farts hey do you love me or not hey do you love me or not fucking smell this (laughs) smell this thing if you still love oh that's so gross i hate fucking fart humor i hate i've always hated fucking heart fart humor and shit humor just like ugh. yeah give me something more yeah it's it always just seemed too easy like Oh yeah, like it's a high, it's a tense situation, and someone cuts a fart. Okay, great. Like I've seen this joke so many fucking times, and you're just yeah. gonna go ahead and use it again. Like, yeah. can anyone be more creative? I don't know, man. Yeah, it's been a, it's been man. a weird uh, it's been a weird couple of weeks. It's been yeah, a weird agreed. couple of weeks, and you know what? The problem with me as well is uh, is that uh, I, it's almost like a uh, fuck. It's like it feels like the ship. This is has nothing to do with my relationship with her. She's great. She's fucking amazing. I'm talking about other people in general. Yeah, I'm just subject. talking about. I'm talking about my interactions with the world as a whole. It feels like ah shit. Like there's this ship is taking on water, and now I'm so worried about it taking on water that I'm like, all right, well let me just poke another hole in it so the water gets out. And it's like ah shit, fuck. Like like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. And uh, it's uh, I've been carrying that a lot around a lot lately. Like it doesn't seem like uh, you know that feeling when everything's normal and you're not worrying about a specific thing. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Where you're you're not like so zoned in. You're just like, oh, it was another day at work. And sure, like I have money problems or whatever, but everything seems pretty par for the course. Yeah, yeah. Like today, like I went to work and I came home. Everything went about as I expected. I didn't have any big issues. It's like, all right, that was a day, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Just it has day. not felt like that for like two weeks, maybe yeah. even more. And that shit you, gets to you after a while. I hear you on that. I'm going crazy. Because, dude, after I finished my, my – like, I, so my life completely changed and flipped when I had to write my thesis paper. And then when it was done, it flipped again, you know, where it's like now 
You know those habits that you created in the last couple weeks to get this paper written? Well, now you you don't have to use them anymore. Not a single one of them. <laughs> and I, there was like days I'd have to stay focused for 18 hours, you know, for the whole day and then get up and do it the next day and then get up and do it the next day. And I developed like all these like, all right, after like a couple hours, get up and take a walk, come back, eat, sit down and write more. After a few hours, get up, take a walk, eat, sit down and write more. You know, it was like like clockwork like that. And then when I was done, I was like, oh, shit, like, what the fuck do I do now? So now I'm, it's, I think there was a certain point where, like I said, I was, I kind of stepped back and I was like, I think my, my spiritual work is to just finish this paper. But also, it's important, I think, no matter what spiritual practice you're doing, it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's going to work, meditating, or chanting, you have to keep, like, a certain awareness or it's not going to do anything. So I was trying to, like, just be aware of what it felt like to get this work done, you know, like, what I need to do next, and why, where I was struggling, et cetera, et cetera. And so it felt like I was struggling a lot, and I was going to learn a lot of things, but it wasn't going to be while I was writing the paper, you know, it was going to be after it was done, I could sit back and close my eyes, and just figure out, like, all right, now what do I do, and so now I'm in this point where I'm starting to implement some of the things that I was, you know, I was, like, taking stock, like, uh, you're eating like shit, and it makes you feel like shit, it puts you on a shit cycle, you know, you get, you, you feel good only for, like, an hour out of the day, you know, that's not working out well, but hey, we're going to keep doing it because we have to get this paper written and we don't know another way, you know, I'm saying we, that's fucking creepy, it was just me by myself, but I'm like referring to like all my, my bodily systems, all that my eyes, you know, are telling me certain things, like when you get tired, your eyes want to close and, you know, to keep awake, you can drink some more coffee or you can sit up straighter and keep the keyboard up higher. And, you know, it's like all these things, but it's like, well, if you were to eat right, you wouldn't be feeling the shitty. You wouldn't be feeling tired. It's like, so instead of trying to like answer all those questions at the time, I was just kind of like sitting through it and being like, all right, well, how, you know, what are the important things that I need to take away from this? And so far it's been, I have to pay back debt. And that is the easiest way that I've come to summarize all the changes that I want to make in my life because it's the most externally convenient way to frame it. And I'm still an externally minded person for the most part. So I got to make money, pay back the debt, and then I'll have actual freedom in my schedule where I can kind of take more chances in maybe, you know, longer meditations where I don't have to worry about things, you know, and things like that. But I can't do any of that unless I have the wiggle room uh, over long spans of time. And also the the healthy body that I need, you know, to, to sit and be comfortable and not be, not feel like, oh, my leg hurts or my, uh, my stomach hurts because I ate too much or something. And I have this feeling that <laughs> all, of it, all of those things that I just mentioned, the reason why I'm running through them is because it's like they're all on this branch on this tree and each one of those is like a branch coming off of it but it all leads back to like well these are the problems in your life that you can solve all of them if you do it carefully enough you know if you're really smart about it and if you solve all those problems then you'll actually be able to make you know take another seat and just kind of close your eyes and see like well what are the new problems you know mm. what, what now what do i do and that is i think that's when i'm going to really be able to go into like the deeper mystical practices, which is what I really want to do. That's all I really want to do is kind of go deep into that stuff. But it takes a certain amount of time and preparation to really do it. So I just can't do it right now. But anyway, so that's, those are all the, all the, that's my whole life summary there in the no, last it's, it's a, couple it's weeks. A, we're, we're both going through similar growing experiences, but they're catered to our individual needs. <laughs> yeah. Essentially. Like, like I, I realized that before I had this job and I was dating this girl, I was kind of just, and you guys moved away. There was a period of time where I was unemployed uh, and I was just not spending any money. So I was compiling a lot of money, but I wasn't really living or doing anything with that money or having any kind of experiences with it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And now that I have this job, I have, you know, ironically less money than i did when i started <laughs> but it's like i'm well it's because i'm doing shit with it all the time you know what i mean like i'm, right. I'm it, it, i don't it's know something, it's something it's something like you have like, to let go of that you have to let go of worrying about that shit to a certain extent 
and sort of, for me at least personally yeah like, worry, worry about like oh the numbers are going down to more more like but yeah what the fuck were you doing before you know what i mean like what? yeah 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 because know. it's almost like once you once you trust that money's going to keep coming in and you have a job it lets you like well i guess i can spend a little because i'm going to make some next week anyway you know what i mean having a job is is fucking killer man unfortunately i just have to make different choices because i'm in debt you know what i mean so it makes it, it makes sense for us to like you're like oh don't let the numbers go down i'm like man fuck the numbers <laughs> you know and it's like nah dog that's not okay yeah 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you gotta watch the numbers man you gotta, you watch, gotta the watch the numbers you gotta there's a balance that needs to be i don't know man it feels like i sometimes i think like man i, I feel the same way where it's like i would love to just be blissed out constantly like give me the mm-hmm. fucking truth and the reality and all this other shit but it's like i you know i can't even handle people fucking talking shit on me on periscope what the fuck do i expect to deal with the mm-hmm. entire universal fucking truth like let's yeah. take some baby steps here motherfucker let's yeah. calm down and let's deal with things one at a time yeah that's why I, did you fucking so seamus and i uh embarked on a pretty uh i don't know a decisive step in our spiritual lives and we got Sadhguru's inner engineering uh program which i recommend it's it's fucking pretty dope man and anybody can get anything out of it whether you're spiritually inclined or not because Sadhguru isn't necessarily about spirituality and i mean he is but he's not about the terms and re- he's not about like religion and trying to make you believe something he's just trying to show you like here's like here's a a few tools that you can use t- that it doesn't matter if you believe them or not. It's like, it's just, these are just true things that you can learn to think about and use in your life. So to help you be happy all the time, you know? Yeah. So I recommend it. Did you finish it? I have not finished it. I'm stuck on the last one. It's been like three weeks Two. uh, two. What is it? I reordered it. Not reordered. I didn't pay for it, but extensions. I've been terrible about it, man. I've been terrible because the the tough thing about it is, and it's, I think that they do it on purpose is that you have to watch the videos in one sitting at least, you know, one video, and they're each, like, two hours long, and it's like, Well, fuck. first of all, first of all, you don't have to watch them all in one sitting. You can pause them. And second of all, yeah, uh, they're an hour and 20 minutes long. <laughs> Whew. Might as well be fucking hours. two hours to me. Seamus has trouble with a 10-minute YouTube video. <laughs> oh, believe it, man. Believe it. I, I Honestly, that's the, that's the other thing I've been thinking about a lot recently, not to get totally off track, but... Uh, being in a relationship, being around somebody consistently, like the only other person I've been around this consistently was you and were you and Jasmine actually, uh, mm-hmm. for a long time. And so, uh, a lot of the times like people are just like, Oh, he's fine. But when I'm hanging out with my girlfriend, she's like, Hey, you have real trouble paying attention to things, huh? And I'm like, fuck, like I, ah, uh, it brings, it's brought the ADHD thing back into, you know, into the front of your mind. Into the front of my mind, because it's like, I, I'm trying to listen, and most people, I told her this yesterday, most people, when I do that to them, it's fine, because I really don't give a fuck what they're saying anyway. And what, do you, what, people, do you, what is it that you're referring to as, like, doing it to when, them? When they're giving me a story, or they're telling me something that's happening, I'm just sort of like, yeah, ha, 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 yeah, yeah, but I'll be thinking <laughs> about something else, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh-huh. and uh, most people, it's okay that I don't have control over that, because I'm like, well, I'd rather be thinking about what I'm thinking about anyway. And they don't but, give a shit. They just want to say something to you. <laughs> they just want to say something. And all I have to do is be like, yep, ha, 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 But with her, it's like, fuck, I want to be hearing, I want to hear what she's saying. <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah, like yeah. I really do. I really do. And uh, God damn it, brain, pay attention to her, not yeah, it's like this, like, not yourself, you idiot. Uh, and I've gotten so good at it, dude. I've gotten so good at, I've gotten so good at not listening to people that I don't even realize I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah. I, I find, I found when I was, going to school that was like the hallmark of my my ADD and why I I that was the one thing that really did bother me is that there were I was beginning to f- see that I couldn't there were things that I actually wanted to pay attention to that I couldn't because I was just flitting around in my head you know from one idea to another and you know watching the person's eyebrows while they're speaking and being like hmm, that's a weird tick that the nervous tick that they have and you know all that shit and meanwhile then they they end their se- sentence with a question mark you know and i'm like oh you're asking me a question fuck ooh, what is it that you were to what was the question again like what were we talking about and that was what what really did bother me about it like the you know I didn't really mind the inability to keep my or to control my attention when it was like, oh, you're reading a book for eight hours. You know what I mean? Like, that's fine. I could do that. That's great. You know, I'd, I actually prefer to live my life that way. But when it comes to like, 
looking, you know, paying attention to people, it, it was difficult. It was difficult, man. And I think, honestly, I've heard a lot of shit about ADD. And I've kept a kind of tab on it because I identified with that group somewhat. So I have to be careful with my language because I, I don't feel comfortable saying like, oh, yeah, I have ADD or ADHD, even though, you know, clinically I do. But it's like clinically that definition is the loosest fucking thing you could possibly ever prescribe a, a, a stimulant for. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. like I have trouble paying attention. Like, OK, <laughs> anyway, anyway, I don't you know. Shout out to all my ADD people out there. I, I struggle with it, too. I'm just saying it's like this is not some, you know, this is not muscular dystrophy where I'm missing a, an important gene in my muscles that fucking kills me. It's like I have an attention problem. Anyway, so I've been reading a lot and it turns out that sugary diets and the it's it's the up and down of your metabolism from eating carbs and sugar and not eating like vegetables and meats and fats that it puts your metabolism on like a up and down type of roller coaster ride and it also produces the 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 high carb diet produces a lot of inflammatory chemicals so your things are kind of sensitive in your body and so if you stretch like it kind of is it feels like it's a little more inflamed or it's like uh kind of sore you know what i mean so you're constantly shifting in your seat now you know and the sugar is like boom 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 popping like like all these ideas are coming in your head because the sugar is like a neurotransmitter it's like it makes shit happen in your brain so you're like flitting around and you can't get comfortable and how the fuck are you supposed to pay attention you know what i mean and i think that there are multiple ways of approaching it and for sure amphetamines help constant help you concentrate for sure and it's like if you're going to take a pill because you can't focus, Adderall is definitely the pill to take. But I or the red think, pill because I'm only taking the blue one. <laughs> uh, I I take Adderall for a full disclosure because it really does help. But I'd like to get off of it because I don't think I need it. I think it's just helpful, you know. And I think what actually the problem I have is a poor diet and poor gut health and um, just. Like, I I don't make healthy decisions, you know, so my body's not healthy. My mind isn't exactly, uh, so my body's not healthy. So my mind has to, has to compensate for that. Meanwhile, I'm trying to pay attention to somebody while they're speaking. How the fuck do I expect that to really work out well, you know? And I think what it is, man, in the, in the, to take it back to spiritual sense is that I relied on my intellect for so long for everything every every way to understand everything every motion that i make every i mean i'm thinking about like well what does this mean for the rest of my life you know and and can i understand this more or did i miss something and you know what are the mechanisms involved here that i didn't really care about my body i didn't care what i looked like or sounded like they they were all seemed like distractions i just wanted to learn about the universe and learn how to play music learn how to do card tricks and figure out how like somebody could fool me you know what i mean how could how could you make something look real that wasn't real and understanding how things worked that I didn't learn important lessons about how I will actually work. You know what I mean? How my bo- how my body needs to be healthy in order for me to be able to think clearly even. If I, you know, even if I value my intellect so much, it could only help to have a healthy body supporting it, you know? Yeah. And I didn't learn how to have a healthy body for real. And I didn't learn how to manage my time well or budget properly. I didn't learn any of that, you know? So this is, I feel like, where... Uh, where I'm at in my life is like figuring out how to be responsible for my own fucking life, you know, and not just letting it, well, I don't know what happened. I, it's just off the rails again. You know, like it seems like every six months I'm off the rails and I, it's crazy. Cause like, I know exactly why I just don't do anything about it every year. I just do the same shit. It seems like, yeah. although I will say my life is getting better and better every year. It's just kind of like a, it's like a roller coaster up and down spiral that it's like, I wish we could just go in a straight line forward. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, I feel the exact same way. Like, everything is awesome right now, but there are these, like, tiny little problems that I'm just like, you know, it's just a lot of social interactions that's fucking me up recently. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of social shit. And I really think it's just Mercury's in retrograde. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, it's a, uh, it's in the, I don't know what it is, man. It's it's just a... I'm also, I'm also learning that when you when you put yourself out there in any situation you put yourself out there and you kind of to a certain extent make yourself a target for one one way or the other mm-hmm. uh whether it be putting out a podcast that we've done over 70 episodes of 
I'm sure there's some terrible shit you could pull out of there out of context. Oh, guaranteed. And, uh, I, I'm pretty, I mean, we made sure of that on some episodes. Like as yeah. even as a joke, you know, we've said some heinous shit just just to make a point. <laughs> but it's almost like you cannot. It's such it's such a cliche fucking thing where people are like, no, let the haters talk, do whatever you want, don't listen to what people tell you. But it's all true. And and I had this feeling today of like, you know, because the periscope thing, I, I made jokes about it, but it did bother me at first. Um, just because I was like, who would do that? Why would you do that? Why would mm-hmm. you go out of your way to like talk shit on a podcast? You know, and like, like a on small a, on one. A, We're not making weird like, dollars here. Like, you know what I mean? We don't yeah. have any. Blue Apron isn't sponsoring our fucking shit, you know? So you're going to talk shit about, like, we're we're just trying to build something here, dog. (laughs) But then I thought about it, and I didn't start doing this because of what I wanted everybody else to think. I started doing this because I thought it would be fun, and it is fun. Again, I'm feeling fun again. There There was a period... Where I was feeling like, oh, like kind of like with meditation where I was like, oh, we're just recording and we just have to record something. You know what I mean? Yeah. We just have to record. We have to record. And I, now I feel like, fuck, this shit is fun. I get to talk to my friend every fucking week who yeah. I don't see very often. And we get to talk yeah. about a lot of shit. And a lot of times it's some social justice shit, but we didn't talk about any of that today. And I, it feels fucking yeah, great. I'm, yeah, we switched to the more spiritual side of things, which I'm here also goes happy again. About, Get ready for the been, next I, ten yeah, episodes. I feel like we we often talk about um, similar things, or there's uh, definitely continuous threads in between these conversations or throughout these conversations, because we're talking about we're this is our place to find expression to the things that we're thinking about that we can't express it to other people in the same kind of meaningful way that we want to because we're doing so much shit and people don't really care. You know what I mean? So this is a way that we can put out these thoughts and put out these conversations that we're trying to tackle things and trying to understand things. And if people want to like it and want to be involved, they have that option, but we're not, we're also not just like talking at them, you know? And like, well, I want to talk about spiritual stuff and I don't care if you're a spiritual person or not. You're going to listen. You know, nobody wants to hear it then, but we get to, you know, go for an hour and be like, well, here's what I've been struggling with in my life. Here's how I've, you know, I'm coming to understand what it means. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's why I started this podcast with you is because I wanted to find expression to this story of like, what is going on in our heads? What is, what are we struggling with in our lives? What do we think about what's happening in our world, you know, and what's going on? Like, what do we want out of life? And, you know, and how do we, what are the concepts that we're using to describe them? And then we can pass that on to our grandkids. Theory, you know, this is the theory that, you know, all that was why I really wanted to do it. But the the whole backstory is we're going to give it, you know, our grandkids are going to listen. But it puts it into a nice context where it's like, I want them to know that when I was, how old am I? 23. I was, I was struggling with, you know. We were both lost in the sauce, yeah, baby. Yeah. What's up, grandkids? To, yeah. I mean, every day it feels like I'm already, like I'm in a boat in a river and there are boats everywhere. It's like a race and we're all racing somewhere. And, you know, I'm realizing like what this race is about and which directions are better to go to. But it's like, I still can't, I'm still going in the same similar direction that I was going before. You know what I mean? And I want to make all these changes, but I feel like, oh man, if only I could have started at the mouth of the river different, everything would be fine. But it's like, you can't go back. You can only move forward. But it's like, I don't know how to turn the boat that fast. How do I fucking, you know, it's like all these things that are coming up. um, It feels like, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like you wake up on a bicycle. You know what I mean? That's essentially what it feels like. And I'm trying to figure out what this whole fucking life thing is about, man. Because part of me thinks if we can figure it out, and be happy all the time, then we can fucking help everyone, man. All those people that yeah. annoyed you, we can be like, yo, dog, you want to be happy all the time? I got you. you yeah, and, and let me say this. I'm about to uh, release the episode before this in which we do the exact thing that I'm like, I don't want to do that anymore, But uh, where we talk about Nikki Black's article about Kurt Metzger. And I haven't gotten to that part when I'm editing it, but I really hope I didn't say anything too bad about her. I think I made it a point though to say like I'm not talking about her I'm talking about her ideas yeah and those are different things because you know it's the same thing where it's we could just be those faceless people talking shit uh on the internet and I don't want to be that uh you know what I mean like I 
I don't disagree. I don't think I disagree with any of the things I said. I just hope that it didn't devolve into go Name fuck calling. yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I did say fuck you, and then I immediately was like, oh, I didn't mean fuck you. I meant fuck your ideas. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's a tough, it's a tough thing to fucking cross. And it, it, it's almost like if you listen to one episode, you're not getting the full picture at all because there are episodes out there where I'm fucking like fully pro Trump, basically, and that is not at all yeah, what yeah, I yeah, actually yeah. feel. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And there was that one episode where I said all that really fucking sexist shit and meant it. Because it's like, look, here's what I'm going to do with Adam is I'm going to take these concepts that the things that we're not allowed to necessarily discuss or, or the opinions we're not allowed to hold. And I'm going to say, well, what's so wrong about this fucking opinion? And let's filter it down. Let's figure it out. Yeah. And it, it, sometimes I confuse myself into thinking that shit. You know, I just want to yeah. be. And, and often I, I feel know. like my role is to kind of egg you on. Like, okay, you really believe that? Okay, let's let's push it a little further. Then, if you really believe that, then what's what about this? And what about that? And what about that? And that's what I was trying to say earlier: is that you can't really have a discussion like that with somebody who really strongly believes one way or another. You know, or they they stand on one side of these issues or the other. Like, if someone's like really pro Hillary, you can't ask them well what's so bad about trump he's the devil he's the worst he's gonna send this country into hell it's like all right i guess like that's not that doesn't even mean anything though like i'm i'm, I'm really asking you like what is so wrong what is he gonna do to us that's so fucking bad like you know oh yeah. he's gonna he's gonna send us all put us all in jail he's gonna start killing black people he's gonna you know all this shit it's like no i don't i don't i get maybe but like is there anything else that you can show me besides just you yelling at me like this is actually going to happen. And that's the kind of conversation you can look forward to outside of conversations for our grandkids. However, if you tune into us, you get to have a little fun with your concepts that you're that you're believing in. Because my thing is, I think everyone should have a working model of the world that they really believe in, that they use every day to make decisions but that they can also be flexible with. And you get flexible with your concepts by, like I always say, I work with the best argument that I currently have, you know, for every, every you know, if you ask my opinion on something, I'm going to give you my, my best guess based on everything that I know. And if I'm wrong, I'm going to leave it up to you to correct me. Because how the fuck am I supposed to know I'm wrong unless somebody tells me I'm wrong? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just, my goal is, well, two things. One, I like to play devil's advocate and kind of, I don't necessarily believe everything I may imply I believe by everything I say, but in some of it is just meant to move the conversation along and to kind of pull out these, uh, pull out your, the nuance of, of your beliefs. But then some of it is just, I'm putting this out there because this is what I really believe. And if I'm wrong, let me know. Like, if you have a counter argument, I'd love to hear it. And if it's better than my current argument, I'll adopt yours. I've done it before. Hit, hit us up, bitch. Yeah, one v one, me, bro. Bitches, you periscope pussies. One v one, one v one. Psych. I'm definitely calling Adam and Jasmine into that fight. <laughs> <laughs> James calls a one on one and brings two friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't give a fuck. I told you right now, I'm going to do it. Sneak attack. But uh, this has been conversations for our grandkids. Uh, you can yeah. find us on Stitcher. You can find us on iTunes, CandyMunchers.com. You can mm-hmm. sometimes you can find us on Periscope. <laughs> Occasionally, yeah. yeah. Some people yeah. like to uh, put us on Periscope. Um, I've definitely been. Uh, I need to get back on that fucking Twitter game. Now that I'm, oh, yeah. I'm our Twitter's gone crazy, thesis. but just you we'll know, bring it back. It. We'll bring it back. Yeah, uh, that's a good place, man. If you have like, if you want us to talk about something, that'd also be. I'd be open to that. Like, if you guys have any suggestions about topics or, you you know, something that we said in a previous conversation that we that was wrong. So, for example, one thing that I like about Sam Harris's podcast is that at the beginning of one of them, he was like, I just want to say something real quick. There's no better place to do this. But in my other podcast, I made a mistake and said something that wasn't true. And I'd like to correct myself. The, the gist of what I'm saying was still good, but I just, you know, the detail was wrong. So here's what I meant. And I would... I would appreciate if someone listens to our shit and has a problem with it that you would at least give us a chance to, you know, to address address the uh, the issue. So hit us up, Periscope pussies. I feel better. Yeah, me too. Shoo, <laughs> <laughs> Shoo, 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 shoo,